Hi folks, Sal here. This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Alright, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello everybody and welcome to the Ellsworth Exchange. I'm Sal. And I'm Joel. So we were talking about topics for today's episode, and I was thinking about Future State because I'd recently received this little free rundown of what's coming uh, from my local comic book store. They're free. Uh, you can probably get one at your comic shop. I'm sure they have a box full yeah. of them. Uh, and, and it got me thinking about Future State. And I'm like, we've done enough Future State videos. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's we've true. We've legitimately done enough videos about Future State. What is Future State? Where did it Wr come from? Wrung that sponge. But we haven't yet because I was like, what if we pitched Marvel's Future State? What if mm. we just... Marvel did the same thing, right? Marvel was going to do this big initiative. They were going to do a huge reboot. They got cold feet at the last second. They changed <laughs> all their management. And then they repackaged it. They're like, how many books do we have done for, these for, for all of the issues? <laughs> two? Between two and four? Change the name. Now it's this. So the, the the approach is literally like one for one, with one minor exception. Uh, future state. I don't know how many years. What is it? Five years in the future. It is five years because DC is in love with five years. Five years later, five years lost. It's always the number five for some reason. So what I was thinking was, you know, it, it got me thinking because I watched the Marvel six sixteen or a video about Dan Slott's uh, Iron Man twenty twenty mm. and how they were talking about you know twenty twenty being this far flown future thing and now it's over. Not. Yeah, and how 2099 is closer than ever before so it's yeah. hardly really that exciting but 2099 is kind of this this number that marvel's always had yeah. they always end it in nine so i thought hey let's do t marvel 2029 very clever about nine years in the future where it's like nine years doesn't seem like a lot it's the in definition the of, of the not too distant future yeah exactly but it's long enough for enough things to have happened for example uh, I remember using uh, Spider-Man during the Clone Saga as this example. The Clone Saga was five years ago before the clone, like the, the original one. So like Ben Riley, the original clone was made in like 76, mm -hmm. five years ago, cut to 96. That's how long. So like, you know, 20 years to five years. But uh, but nine years in the future. What does yeah. that mean? Could so, be anything. Marvel 2029. That's the initiative. It's called Marvel 2029. We're not calling it Marvel Future Shock. There's too many things called that. Uh, there's already a Future Imperfect. I thought Marvel 2029 is a lot of fun. It, it, uh -huh. it ev evokes 2099. Then you're like, wait, wait, 2029? That's like only in eight years. Oh my God, I'll be graduating mm. from college by that point. It's it, it's funny too, you know, when you pitch this idea of just nine years in the future, I will admit out of all the pitch episodes we've had, I had the hardest time with this one because I really think it speaks to how Marvel and DC deal with the future in totally different ways. Because yeah. for DC, the future is a treat. Maybe it's the Legion of Superheroes. Maybe it's Future State. Maybe it's Future State. Oh, it's something nice. You don't know what it is. But with Marvel, it's the world outside your window. The future is now. The future is always now. And sometimes it's 2099 and sometimes it's like Iron Lad and shit. But by and large, the future is over there and it's its own tangible thing. Future Imperfect, another thing that you mentioned, it's there. You can touch it. It's its own thing. But it's not now. Now no. is the future. That's a possible future. Old Man Logan, possible future. Right, exactly. Dates, future, past, those kinds of things. Uh, so with this, it's it's the future. We're just cutting to it. And th so <laughs> we're we're approaching this concept as if 
this was the initiative. So all your all the books you're reading right now canceled. Mm. They're going to come right back. We're going to keep the creative teams yeah. because just like in DC's Future State, no one from the current cropping of creators wants to work on it. <laughs> so we're bringing in a whole influx of new creators. I don't have a single one in Neither my list. Uh, we just have ideas. Um, maybe we'll hear some in the chat. That'd be uh, good. But but the idea would be that to use like new talent, new blood. Of course, the 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 the, the catch with that is that we don't know who they are because they're new. Yeah. Uh, but so feel free to use, you know, whatever you like. But the idea here is that this will be what supplants the current Marvel universe for the next, what, like two to four months. It's like, a, it's a stopgap. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a catch all. It's just until we get back to normal. <laughs> so we're just going to give a, get a little glimpse into the, 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 the not too distant future yeah. for Marvel. So uh, we, we, we kind of divided it up a little bit. Um, I, I'm I'm very excited to hear what the Marvel Universe is going to look like, uh, particularly when it comes to certain certain corners, facets, mm. if you will. I also kind of wanted to approach it from a similar perspective of DC's Future State, where like I looked at what they were doing and what books they were coming out with and what Same. ideas they were playing with, and I'm like, okay, what what would be Marvel's equivalent of this? Yeah. Um, by the way, I also wanted to mention that by the way, if you're watching the show live, you, this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, you can sponsor today's episode by using the super chats and uh, make a comment or question. Read it. We'll read it here on the program, like this fine person right here. Um, we'll throw them up there. Ike of Pike says, "Hey, mm -hmm. Comic Pop crew, uh, hope all is well, and you have a great show." On topic, I have seven words: Captain America, Eli Bradley by Christopher Priest. Mm -hmm. It's a four-part mini. Let me tell you something. Uh, if you have not read uh, Captain America Truth, you should. Yeah. Um, it's really good. It's great. Uh, I love that idea. I have not thought about Eli in a long time. I think he'd be a great fit, especially if it's nine years in the future. I love the idea of this. Because Eli has always been... We're talking about Patriot, right? That's Patriot. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Um, Eli has always been... He's been not Patriot longer than he's been Patriot. I know, right? Isn't that a hell of a thing? Even in Secret Empire, it's like, wait, do we have another Captain America waiting in the wings? No. Uh, uh, he gave up being a superhero to chase a life of politics and like local service and everything. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. In fact, I actually think I didn't think of him originally for my Captain America pitch, but I think he could very easily be subbed in, actually. Yeah. And I love the idea of him in nine years being like, all right, I'm Captain America. <laughs> Fine, whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so but I but I also really admire the resolve of whoever it is that's just like, no, he'll never be he'll never be a superhero again. He doesn't want to do it. Leave him alone. Yeah, it does kind of feel like someone is like not maybe keeping him down, but it seems like people always have their own ideas. Again, Secret Empire, Spencer's like, no, Sam is my Captain America. We can't muddy the waters with other Captain Americas. It's Sam's story. I will mention him in this one bit just to placate you, but this is Sam's story. And then they take it away from Sam too. So fuck, no one gets it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah. Um, oh crap. A couple just popped up. Uh, Rusky 910, for example, says if we're staying true to Marvel, Spider-Man needs to be on a couch hopping and lonely, <laughs> even if he's 40. I promise you, I've got a pitch for Spider-Man, both of them. Uh, and he, he will be, uh, we'll we'll do the math in a little bit. 
Right. Uh, and Jam Call X Champions became the premier superhero organization with a wide array of scholarship and mentor programs Ooh. for young potential heroes, as well as working with charity, humanitarian, and social works programs. That's what they should do in real life. But how are they going to punch Dr. Doom? Yeah, I know, right? Like, that actually sounds good. And that's always the problem with champions that I think writers are having. Where it's like, oh, this team actually has a real mission statement and, like, a real end goal and everything. But how are we going to write them for the next 60 years if they actually, like, know where they're going? and have learned the lessons that the older heroes don't have, and that is have a fucking direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm still waiting, and this has nothing to do with my pitch, but I'm still waiting for Cap and the Avengers to make good on Luke Cage's request to have the Avengers, like, actually get involved in, like, <laughs> local communities and in smaller, like, corners of the world and make things better the way he would. Yeah. Um, they did it in one issue, and they got interrupted to fight, like, zorn so <laughs> it's pretty stupid <laughs> you know what book actually tackled that excellently uh john ridley's uh other history of the dc universe when black lightning basically gets in superman's face and it's like you know why you won't fix the social ills even though you have all the power to do so because the second you start causing real societal change and you know fighting for real social justice all those rich and powerful people who support you suddenly you start looking real alien and real dangerous to them at that point yeah yeah, because deep down, Superman, you just want to be loved, don't you? And I'm like, oh, fuck, that speaks to a lot of superheroes where it's like, no, but I want to be loved, though, which is why I do what I do. I think that's a deeply cynical interpretation of Superman. It, it so, incredibly is, and Jefferson is super cynical in that story. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Uh, Joshua Vaughn can't stay for the live show, but I wanted to support the channel. Oh, Catch you on the replay. Oh. Thanks, Josh. We'll see you next time. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, oh, crap. And Bruce Parker says... Uh, Hang on. There we go. Or would he go full Rick Sanchez and lose all feeling after years adventuring? Uh, yeah, I'll tell you. So let's jump into it. Joel, what, where, where did you, what, what corner of Marvel did you approach? Well, like I said before, I thought this was actually pretty hard to start. And I thought, okay, you know, let's let's start young. Who are the new young heroes now? So my first book I'm pitching, and I gave it a fun name too, because all those future state books had fun names. I call this Champions Next. Oh. And and honestly, this isn't much of a hard jump for me, because if you look at the Marvel Universe now, they learned with Miss Marvel and Miles Morales, you got to future proof your universe. Who are the new young people coming up who we can sub into new roles? Who can we make shows and movies about for years to come? And to my surprise, they have quite a few characters already waiting in the wings who I think could be champions 2.0 and could be the next team. Totally. And uh, so for my picks for this team, I put Dylan Brock. Son of Venom, really up and coming now. I'm shocked they haven't put him on anything yet. And after that mm. last story, he already has a potential name. He's Codex. Oh, I like that. That's a great name. Codex or Kid Venom. I like Codex, but yeah, he he can manipulate he can manipulate symbiotes. He can, you know, <laughs> he, he can use all the symbiotes that no one's using at the moment. So, you know, mm -hmm. he can go back and forth and his costume's always changing by the action figure. Right. Yeah. Oh no. That's that's happening. Like that is that is already in the works. You know oh, yeah. it. I can feel it in my bones. Oh, God, yeah. Actually, you know what? I didn't have him on the list, but he should totally be on this. Normie Osborne should be here in oh, some God. variety, in some role, because they kind of had a weird good son friendship going on. They were like the Simpsons for a minute, so either he should be a good version of Red Goblin or Kid Green Goblin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, it's nine years in the future. How old is Dylan? I think he's like 12 to 13 now. I feel like I should know this. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he is like 12 or 13. So 
we're jumping up ahead. He's in his twenties or early. Let, let's let's call him nineteen to be safe. So yeah, exactly. Once you once you turn twenty, you age out of the champions, and you got to go somewhere else. It's the premier teenage team. Yeah, Normie, same deal. I want to say he's probably like ten. So again, a similar age. Uh, that's your you know that that's the, by the way, and that's the thing where it's it's nine years. Mm. You know, for for a kid like for Lu for, for Lunella. She's an adult. She's yeah. a hero now. For your average characters, like Captain America, Steve doesn't age. No change. Yeah. Uh, for your other characters, like who are in their like early 20s or as Marvel would like them to be, like they're 20 or 25, <laughs> that means they're only like 34, which means they're at, like younger than any of the actors portraying them right now in the movies. Oh, oh man, I never thought about that. Uh, here's another deep cut that I thought you would appreciate for this Champions team. Mapone Romanoff as the She-Devil. Oh, my God. Are you talking about the uh, end of days daughter of Daredevil? Yes. I'm can canonizing her now. She's in the universe, but she doesn't want her parents to know who she is. So her whole deal is, is that she puts on a costume. So Natasha and uh, Matt don't know who she is. And her reasoning is, it's like, well, their lives are fucked up and complicated enough. They don't need to know I'm exist. I'd be kidnapped every week. Right. No, I love that. That's great. Good use of Mapone. I just really <laughs> wanted, I, I put that in because I knew you would really appreciate it. And the I other, would indeed. Uh, the other ones are pretty obvious. Daniela Cage. Yes, we know she's growing up into someone, I believe, in the USA Avengers future and even in another old man Logan future. She becomes Captain America. So I yep. thought give her the name Cadet America. <laughs> I think she would be what, like 11 or 10 at this point? Something like that. Yeah, because she's got to be two. <laughs> she she never she's been two for a long time. She's freaking Maggie Simpson over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I love that. I, I love uh, Cadet America. That's fun. And then, of course, you got to get Gabby on there. You got to get, you know, uh, Badger or Scout or whatever you want to call her. I, I fear maybe she's picked a better name by this point than Scout because I know everyone didn't like Scout. Maybe she dropped the honey part and she's just Badger now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you run into a little bit of copyright because there is the Badger. But <sighs> I think, uh, you know what? Badger works. I, I, I think people, I think in, I think for Marvel 2029 of the two issues that she would appear in, I think she could still be Honey Badger and no one would complain. Fair enough. She went back to it. And my final pick here, I wanted an inhuman in here. And again, I had the problem of, I don't actually know how old this person is. And I feel like the artists don't know how old this person is because they keep going back and forth. Yeah. Uh, Black Bolt and uh, Medusa's kid, Ahura or whatever. Oh, um, is that, uh, so let's see here. No, that's Hera. Uh, let me pull her up. He's, uh, he's the one who owned the company for a little bit. Oh. I think he went by Pope for a little bit. That was like the name he got. And then he was like Black, co codename Black Knight for a minute. Yes, Ahura Boltagon. Yeah, he kind of has his dad's powers, but not. It's more like Sonic and less like I can blow the world up. Yeah, I haven't seen this character since 2000. Same. Whatever. Since, like, Although they were invented in the, in the 80s, so that's a real character. And I've been young for a long time. And I figured like, yeah, why not have some royalty on your team? That'll shake yeah. it up. And also he he financially supports the team. Naturally, that's the other thing to come to the cool clubhouse in New Attilan and wherever the hell that is in 2029. Uh -huh. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, no pitch for Attilan. Neither did I. No, there you go. But I, get, I gave the Inhumans a little love. They got a little 
kiss because I'm sure they'll be back by 2029. <laughs> yeah, someone will come up with a killer pitch for them. Uh, it's going to be Kate. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it'll really depend. Like, if Eternals tanks, no Inhumans. If Eternals <laughs> does well, we'll try again. There you go. Uh, Radical Radish mentions, take the one good moment from Axis and make Loki the future version of Thor. Mm. Odinson, the leader of Asgard, having to clean up Loki's mistakes. That's fun, like a like a fallible Thor. Yeah, I, I have a fallible Thor take too, actually, that I think people will enjoy. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I have no pitch for Thor. I thought about it for a second and I was like, yeah, he's been ruler of Asgard. He's, he's been, been everything. He's, he's been Herald of Galactus. Like, there's there's nothing I could think of for Thor that hasn't already been done that wouldn't sound derivative. I, he, I pulled my hair out over it. I really did. Same with Black Panther. I'm like, well, he fights another too. civil war, another war for the... No, none of this is good. None of the, I see why they took him to space because he's literally done everything on Earth. I had one idea for Black Panther and I threw it away for, for an old idea we both already had. Um, my idea for Black Panther originally was um, at this point... Bast and Khonshu have a great war. Bast mm. kills Khonshu. Uh, Black, Black Panther becomes Eclipse. Uh, and he's like the king of the dead and guardian of the moon. I was like, get the fuck out of here. That's so stupid. <laughs> that's that, that's an event. That's not like a good marching order for him. But you just you basically it's just white Black Panther. It's like Black Panther in a white suit. And he like he moves Wakanda to the blue area of the moon. Uh. I, I I had a similar take that I wrote and threw away. I'm like, um, um, so uh, America's economy tanks and Wakanda becomes like the epicenter of all trade and culture. And so like uh, ho Hollywood Wakanda and the king has to deal with all these Hollywood types moving. It's like, Joe, that's a comedy pitch. That's that's nothing. <laughs> that's that's a backup story. That's not a marching order for the premier black superhero at Marvel. Get the fuck out of here. No, that that is a book. Like that's like an amazing Mary Jane kind of book. Where exactly. You, like, that's a somebody who who would be happy to write that story. I told um, myself to get out of my office. Yeah, get out. Bring me pictures of Spider-Man. Uh, Luke Varillo, Franklin and Valeria should run the new FF. I wonder about the other two though. And why not bring Mayday Parker in? I don't know what's up with Peter and Mary Jane currently. I love these pitch episodes. Thanks Luke. Um, right now, Pete and Mary Jane are dating. Um, Marvel said no marriage. Um, mm. I kind of approached it from that perspective of, of even nine years later, Marvel's still not going to do it. <laughs> um, but uh, but that is my my Fantastic Four pitch. Uh, I said Fantastic Four is nine years later since Franklin and Valeria are both aged up. They are the new like Mister like the the new you know Reed and Sue roles. It just makes uh, sense. Valeria occupies the Reed role. Franklin occupies the Sue role. Ben, as we've established, th thanks to Hickman, doesn't really age no. really the same way as us. So Ben's still the thing. And Johnny, and Johnny was young anyway. And Johnny's 34, so he's still the Human Torch. So it's <laughs> literally just the same exact Fantastic Four, but Reed and Sue have left. Um, uh, Reed had an epic battle between Doctor Doom and Annihilus, mm. uh, in which Doom and Reed end up on the same side and we get an inverse of the end of secret wars where basically oh. doom is like you could have cured cancer by now but you refuse to do it you need like honor my sacrifice and then he does like a johnny storm and like fights and kills annihilus cool. uh, in the negative zone and gets trapped there uh, and as a result reed richards basically takes a backseat to the fantastic four and is like why haven't i cured cancer why haven't i fixed everything and originally my idea was that he basically gets like a kind of holy crusade to fix the world mm. and he gets into a benevolence arms race with tony stark oh and so the two of them like just start like trying to improve everything and as a result <laughs> like destabilize shit and just like get into this like really like messed up weird like 
kind of trade war. That's that's fun because I had a similar idea with where Hulk would actually land. I like that a lot. I had an Iron Man pitch too, but I actually think we could fold those ideas together. Good because I didn't. I you, you nice. wanted Iron Man, so I was like, I, I'm just that was the idea that I had originally. But I was like, and and if it works, that's what Tony's up to. I guess kind of we can throw that away. I, but yeah. I also dig that idea for Reed and Sue because I think like, yeah, if their kids have already been groomed this long to be their replacements, we can actually see something with the first family that we've never seen in any other superhero book. What happens to superheroes in Marvel when they retire, when they're allowed to stop? What is their life like? Yeah. And with Reed, uh, basically, he gets more he gets super obsessive and Mm. uh, he he gets really he gets really down. But thankfully, Sue, like helps um because she's got like ideas yeah but basically reed's approach is not unlike that episode of the simpsons when uh lisa tries to create the utopia using smart people Ah. you can't just tell people like what to do for their benefit like you can't just give people a pill that says it'll cure cancer and expect them to swallow it uh, as we've seen now, yeah. What? Who, who, who's the leader of the Luddite army in this case? Hey, let's show them dumb, brainy, smarties who's boss. Right? I don't know. I would think Norman Osborn, but like, I'll he's just smart too, though. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but you know, so that's that's just Wrecking a thought. The Wrecking was... Crew. He's the one. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Fantastic Four. I wanted it to feel the most like Marvel. The other thing was, of course, like with most of the Fantastic Four's enemies, like if the Mole Man's nine years older, would you notice? Annihilus can't age. Kang doesn't age. You know, Dragon Man doesn't age. Like there's no Fantastic Four villain that really like would be displaced or or put out by being nine years older. So like Fantastic Four look identical to what it was before. It's just that Valeria would be the Mr. Fantastic role and she has no powers. I had this idea that she would have like an unstable molecule, like creator space belt. Oh yeah. So like she would be able to whip up whatever she needed for any given conflict. Right. She could approximate whatever power she needed. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Just something where it's like, she's smart. That, that's her power. She doesn't have like a suit or a thing. Like that's not I like that, but she has access to like everything that the fantastic four invented. Do you, so. do you, do you call it the new fantastic four and then you change their suits and update it? Oh yeah. No, I go, Actually, I don't have it on me, but like Alex Ross has this unseen art book that just came out and mm-hmm. he has like some designs they didn't use. I just use those because they're cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, I would call either the new Fantastic Four or as I originally called it, Fantastic Four First Family. Ah, that's good, too. I like that. Um, or Family First. Mm. Up, up to you. Uh, but yeah, so that's the idea. Uh, I would want it to feel the most like a classic Marvel book without feeling hokey. It's just like. When you're reading your future state Marvel book and you're like, everything's upside down, you could at least be like, oh, look at them. They're fighting Mole Man. He's just older. There's something warm and comforting about that. I agree where it's like, look, shit will change a lot in a decade, but it won't change that much. Yeah. And it's not like gross and stupid looking like in the MC2 universe where like you're just like, I don't even know what this is supposed to be. Lijah? No. Um, So, yeah, Fantastic Four was was that bitch. Works Um, for me. Yeah. Hari Krishnan Gop- Gopa Kumar says, how about Marvel Star Wars Future State? Oh, you know that's coming. That's yeah, so I mean, Star Wars, I genuinely believe, is there like in emergency, like break glass kind of situation? Oh, that's definitely there. If we see a downturn in business, cross the universe is over. Oh, yeah. Uh, TB says, Future State of Marvel is just Franklin Richards altering reality to replace the Avengers with the power pack. Ah. Madcap. <laughs> 
because he remembers him from childhood and then madcap ruins everything oh that's funny thank you for that deep cut on madcap's appearance in the in the power pack um yeah man uh i i, I think i want to like dial back franklin richard's like ability to change everything um but yeah it'll be something like that I mean, that's a pitch too. Power Pack 2029. We're just older now. We're the same characters, but you know, now we're going through more teenage angst. Yeah. And then like, why not change the name? The name doesn't, doesn't denote that I'm young. No, it really doesn't. Uh, Amazing Zero. Marvel nine years from now. Darth Vader versus Doom. Money. <laughs> money, 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 money. I see that you are in the similar category of uh, <laughs> in nine years. Marvel will desperately need to make Marvel and Star Wars crossover. <laughs> um, I'm down for that, by the way. Like, I'm OK with it because I why don't not? I don't care. Like, I'm like, whatever. Knock yourselves out. It won't be canon. It's just neat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's also like, did you ever think you'd live to see it? Right. Heartless Fang, new Illuminati, uh, Illuminati, that being uh, the uh, the cabal. Mm. headed by valeria hope riri williams wiccan oh. and namor t'challa and black bolt stand in i can't think of that'd be his son yeah, his son who's now going to be a major player yeah that's that's fun i like that actually a new young hip illuminati <laughs> yeah that'd be neat with a couple old guys sitting around it's just namor and black panther in their chair waving their canes now back in our day when it came to being a clandestine organization well no they're both like they both are old but they still look young yeah because they got them good genes they got them good genes uh, the Overlook, it would be cool if they did something with Daredevil. My pitch is Blindspot picking up the reins in the future after the oh, villain yeah. Muse returns. Oh, yeah, Blindspot. Yeah, man, they had him primed for big things, and then they just forgot him after the soul <laughs> run. He he should have showed up somewhere. Like, come on, they had all those young heroes in the background of Outlawed. He should have been there. I agree. Um, what else you got? Okay, what else do I got? Oh, oh while, you're, while you're doing that, uh, yeah. in the story of Fantastic Four, Doom would have slain Annihilus, and then ruled the negative zone and created the doom wave oh, so like he becomes cool. a, a new problem that's just that's just something that's like set up where it's like because doom nine years later he's now different but now no. he's like accessed like to annihilus's technology and like he's got a the the wave like I, I think that'd be cool just doom it's green it works it's thematically similar um, i just love the name doom wave the doom wave yeah yeah so and that would be like the big like oh shit we gotta stop doom from returning like mm -hmm. That'd be cool. Anyway, God. All right. So again, I, I alluded to an Iron Man pitch again. Uh, I threw these together in a night, but this is the one that I ended up the more I thought about it was actually fairly proud of. So I call this one the digital Iron Man. Ah. And uh, the idea is, is that in this 10 year future, there's been a new uprising of deadly cyber crime that's kind of taken the <laughs> world by storm. And so Tony Stark has taken it upon himself to take Iron Man online to battle these mm. threats. So it's Iron Man meets Tron meets like a superhuman <laughs> samurai squad. And the whole, you know, subtext of it is that, you know, the world and its technology, it's moving too fast for Iron Man. You know, he's older now, you know, his reflexes are starting to fail him. He was always on the cutting edge, but now, you know, there are people who are, you know, starting to lap him. And, you know, he's feeling ways about it. He feels like he's losing touch. So he's literally spending more and more time jacked into the digital world trying to fight these crimes. And people like Riri and Rhodey and everything and Pepper are starting to worry about him. He's like, no, 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 I got contingencies. I got the Iron Legion out there fighting crime. It's cool. It's the internet is where it's at, man. This this is the future right here. <laughs> so he's basically one of those guys who just loses himself in the internet. And we make it a whole thing about technology addiction and everything like that. And, like, this is his new booze, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Flynn Iron Man. I love it. There you go. <laughs> he's got some salt and pepper going on in the hair oh, sure. now, even more now, because it's the future, and that's how you denote he's older. Naturally. Yeah, yeah. Because Iron Man's, what, 40? Something so like So he's 
almost 50 he's pushing 50 mm -hmm. which scares okay. the shit out of him and you you can create a bunch of new cyber villains and everything and they can be like updatings of classic iron man foes like i'm the melter but like it's spelt with numbers and letters because it's his <laughs> name oh my god i'm the constrictor but spelt like this and it's a mm -hmm. whole like cyber warfare thing yeah i'd read that you That's need right. you want some really fun digital coloring on that yeah you, you look really sexy what what was the one they did and again i know this because we both watched the marvel 616 documentary who did basically the same premise but with a spider woman of the future who was also like a digital protector let's literally just steal that art team to do this seriously yeah i don't know but i'll i'll, I'll watch it or read it uh, Michael Loco, why not do a separate Marvel dimension and call it Earth 2020, where the what-ifs are dark, political, etc. in their stories. It's a great way to turn this year around for new writers and artists. Why not? That's a black label pitch, basically. But uh, Yeah, yeah. what about a black label. Yeah, that'd be cool. I yeah. mean, like, yeah, if Marvel was unafraid to do that kind of thing, sure. For real. Uh, <sighs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> But hey, Matsu, uh, despite its flaws, I prefer Marvel's sliding timeline. Whenever I read a DC book, I jump ship when it gets into metacontinuity and crises. I hear you, man. I like the, the sliding time scale. It's why I'm kind of excited for where DC is taking the, the Omniverse. Yeah. Uh, at least in theory, I don't trust DC to do it right. Mm -hmm. But I am excited to see if, Mar if they're just going to go, yeah, we're just going to do the Marvel sliding time scale. Whatever. I, I mean, just do that. The sliding time scale certainly gets them into less trouble and they don't have to reboot every eight to 10 years. Yeah. Well, since they're entirely unwilling to plan, like mm. to come up with a strategy where they're like, okay, reboot. Here's the rules of this universe. Here's the rules of this timeline. They never do that. No. So why not just throw out all of it and be like, okay, it just all happened yeah. or none of it. I don't know. Uh, 94 Evangelion says nine years later, Kamala Khan becomes Captain Marvel, develops cosmic awareness, becomes a pacifist peacekeeper of space, tries to bring the bridge the differences between everybody, mutants and humans, great scroll she are machines. That'd be fun. That's a, cool, that's a cool idea. I like that a lot. I definitely did make her Captain Marvel of my Avengers team. She definitely upgraded to that. But I did something fun with Carol, too. My pitch for her would be Magistrate Marvel. And the idea oh. is 10 years in the future, uh, mankind is starting to get its first space colonies going. But it's literally the Wild West out there in space. And, you know, they get Carol Danvers to come and basically become sheriff of this first Earth colony. And basically, I take Captain Marvel. It's a Western now. It's a space Western now. She's having gunfights in the street only it's with laser energy she's fighting alien raider gangs it's a whole thing that's just the pitch now and she's trying to build society on another planet we'll, we'll get a bunch of deadwood riders and be like okay cool can they shoot lasers though wicked right i love it that sounds dope by the way if i would go a little further with cat with kamala i wouldn't even do the i'd make her captain universe mm, and do that fun uh, Scarlet Hottie, uh, Joel Speaks the Truth 2029 could marry the first 60 years of Marvel with champions, age, characters. It'd be cool to make a theme out of how long-running stories the stories are. Like, uh, we thought those days would last forever kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is fun. Yeah, definitely. I love that. And thank you for your support, Scarlet Hottie. Uh, Neil and Bradley, here's my stupid pitch. Peter Parker, for some reason, picks up the mantle of Daredevil. I love <laughs> these types of episodes. Yeah, right? Like, I'm Daredevil now. Why not? Uh, sure. There is a uh, there is a book I think during Brand New Day where like they swap for some reason I don't remember. 
Uh, Gar, Sam Alexander, now going by Supernova, is the field leader of the champion's next team. I just want my boy Sam to have something to do. Joel, That's give him something good. to do. I like that, yeah. He can be the den father of the new team. And I like calling him Supernova now. Like, he's grown older and grown more powerful. I do that. He's unlocked all the powers of the Black Helmet, powers you never even knew he had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tevius says, can Peter and MJ have Mayday teach Miles? Uh I, I wanted to avoid too much of the MC2 universe. Mm. Mayday obviously would not have been, you'd have to have it so that like she was born during the clone saga, but like not raised by them in order to make it work. Yeah. Continuity. It's, it's, it, it's a little dicey in terms of the aging up, but I did think about trying to bring in Mayday into this. James C. Blind spot becomes dude. Blind spot becomes Daredevil. Role. He was training with him. Come on. He was. I know. And they never did anything with. He he went <clears> up <throat> with what was it? The uh the the Order Draconum, which was like real life Crusaders, which was like a super cool Charles Soul concept that like no one ever touched on again. Maybe maybe he's the leader of the Order of the Dragon now, and he's filling that role in Hell's Kitchen. But like maybe he's like a little bit more hardcore about it because he was you know trained by literal actual Crusaders. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed that Zdarsky has not messed with Blindspot at all. Has not. Has mentioned some stuff from uh, Souls Run, which I appreciate. Yes, I do too. Uh, super casual pleb, uh, Danny Cage, Power Girl, and Jerry Drew, Spider Boy, in the vein of Little Heroes for Hire. Mm, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, didn't uh, didn't Iron Fist have like a sister or like a kid he was working with in one of the runs I didn't read because it was needlessly dark? But didn't he pick up a little sidekick at some point, too? So, yeah, you could literally reform Heroes for Hire with them. Totally. That'd be fine. Heroes for Hire um, Jr. Oh, I don't know. What I, I don't like using those those juniors and, mid, and, and you know, those 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 terms. I think it, I think it like Kid Venom. No. Hmm. Uh, Ruskin 110, if they cross over Marvel and Star Wars, you won't even need Twitter. You'll just be able to hear Pat Knuckles <laughs> screaming. It was a joke in the distance. That was a movie pitch, though. Yeah. Which they could still do. They really could. And he could <laughs> be like, I did it first. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Uh, no Aode says, uh, not going to listen live. Want to listen to this at work. But I do want to ask, is there a future scenario for Moon Knight? Maybe Khonshu fully possesses him again. Also, will there be maybe hints to 2099? Uh, I would make references to 2099, but it would be like, are we even going to get there? Like, yeah, I think yeah. it would be more like 2099 is not happening anymore. Um, we pitched a little bit of Moon Knight. Uh, I think we both had something. Oh, I did have a Moon Knight pitch. So I got, I, I have something actually for that. Originally, okay, it was good. the Black Panther becomes kind of Moon Knight, but no, I don't like that. Um, I do have a pitch for Moon Knight. It's just the one we did. Uh, Moon Knight takes over the hand and becomes, and turns it into the fists of Khonshu. So it's just, he rules the hand. Oh, and marries Elektra. That was the idea. I had. That's a cool ass idea. Yeah, he's a hard nut to crack, Moon Knight, because it's just like he works in such simplicity. I had something. I don't know if they've ever done this before. They they split Moon Knight and all his different personalities off, and now Moon Knight is a team book, and now it's Moon Knights because they all have to work together. Yeah. But, okay. But they're not the same person anymore. That's that's just my you know one in the morning. I got an idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he gets you know shards of some kind of reality stone hits him or something i don't know i got nothing i mean my pitch was just the one we had from a while ago where moon knight takes over the hand and you get we're gonna do better than that that's a really i think good. you're right uh matthias Pereira says bruce banner becomes a military general and mm -hmm. takes the place of general ross i did have a hulk pitch actually and again this one i was fairly proud of as well you want to hear that one yes i do so my book would be called hulk inc 
And the idea is, is that in the future, gamma gene therapy is proving able to cure all the worst kinds of cancers and diseases. Uh, the only problem is, is that it's kind of been like, you know, spearheaded and taken over by this like Gwyneth Paltrow style goop corporation. Maybe it's Roxxon. Maybe like Roxxon came back under a different name or yeah. something. Yeah, maybe X too. Make a little yeah. reference to. Uh, oh. I like yeah. that better. It's Alchemex. So this lady is like doing like a new age hippie cult of personality therapy thing. Like, oh, you see just a little, just a little gamma radiation under the gums and you know, your wrinkles will disappear. And of course it's turning people into horrible monsters. And also people are getting horribly addicted to the gamma goop. So right. like crime is up and people are shooting up with G or <laughs> I was going to say either call it G or HGH, Hulk Growth Hormone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a nice little Bendis call back. And so Bruce has to infiltrate this company and figure out how they're managing to get Gamma to work in a way that he was never able to do before. Right. So it's him trying to like infiltrate the corporate world and work his way up with like, I don't know, a fake name because he wouldn't call himself Bruce Banner. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, I uh, Crap, uh, Bill Bixby. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I'm Bill. Hey, if they took that lady from the show, Jacqueline McGee, and kind of canonized her from the show, yeah, I'm Bill Bixby. There you yeah, go. Or, or exactly. I'm, I'm David Banner, but he spells it differently. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so he's got to work his way up at the company. And it's like basically like Dilbert meets the Hulk, where it's like, can Banner, you know, navigate corporate America without going insane and hulking out and killing everybody? <laughs> That's fun. That's another one of those Hulk books with no Hulk in them. Yeah, basically, where it's like he only shows up maybe once an arc to beat up the threat of the week, but it's oh, really right. a story about Banner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Banner needs some stories all about him. For real. I've always liked Banner. I've always liked that side of him. Yeah. Uh, Noah, Neilan Bradley, here's another pitch. Eddie Brock becomes the voice of the Clintar for the Galactic Council. Oh, he becomes a space politician. Yeah, I think that might be where he's going. Yeah, yeah. Like he'll become the king in black. I mean, yeah, and he wants to move the symbiotes into a more positive direction. He wants to bring them back to, you know, the kind of Klingon warrior code thing that they <laughs> used to have like two or three retcons ago. Yeah, he's like, you know, if your host is strong, it amplifies your symbiote. So, you know, we all got to start working out again. Yeah, really? It's just him. He opens a gym on the Clintar <laughs> home world. He's like, no pain, no gain, bros. Let's do it. Give me 50 reps. Yeah, my body is caged. My spirit is free. Uh, <laughs> You know, Clintar actually means cage in ancient symbiote. Oh, my God. Yeah, there you go. Uh, 94 Evangelion, Jimmy says, undo the Axis retcon. Luna's half mutant again. She inherits the throne. Make apologies for the mutants and then reforms for the alpha primates mm. or primitives. Okay. Give her that, something to do. Fine. Just okay. I don't care enough about that character for me to like have an argument. So she's just that's just canon now that's in the universe. Um. Ike of Pike, Robbie Ray as Ghost Rider becomes the man on the wall, thus an all-new cosmic Ghost Rider. Oh, oh so, someone remembers the man on the wall concept. Yeah, that's good for him. I like that older Robbie as the man on the wall. Didn't work for Winter Soldier, but like that's, no. that's, that's a good upgrade for him. I like it. It's that. not a bad idea where it's like he is still Ghost Rider, but like not the Ghost Rider because he never was. Like he's yeah. he's just a he he has crazy ghost powers or whatever. He's tear assing around the universe in his sick ass car, righting wrongs wherever they may be. <laughs> exactly. Uh Gavin Scott, my Thor pitch is unworthy Thor. Thor and all the Asgards are dead and Loki's the only one left and has to rebuild the Empire. Also the hammer's broken. <laughs> yep. We've Got seen it. we've seen so many versions of Hull of Thor where it's like, go ahead. It's, whatever. It's, 
it's really hard. I banged my head against the wall, but I basically thought the best way to tell a Thor story in yeah. 2029 is to kind of not tell a, st- a Thor story. My pitch is called Magni, Son of Thunder. Now, as we know from Norse mythology, Thor has two sons, Magni and Modi. Modi actually is a character in Marvel, and he came back and he helped out his dad at one point. And he has red hair, which is kind of like what old Norse Thor has anyway. Yeah. Which is that there was another kid you never knew of called Magni, and Magni is the screw up kid from like the far, far Asgardian future. And the idea is, is that Modi has assumed the throne and he's going to get ready to, you know, put right the world and everything and put right Asgard. But his fuck up brother is giving him too much trouble. He's basically the Loki brother, is what he is, because he yes. loves practical jokes and being an asshole. And Modi's like, okay, you know what, dude? I am sending you back in time. Uh, what is it? To regain your godly power, you have to prove to our father, who is in the Odin sleep now, that you can be a hero. So basically, we're taking the old Thor Donald Blake concept and we're turning it on its head. Yeah, there you go. So it's like young Thor. It's like young Thor, but it's Modi. And like my thing is like he wears a leather jacket and he has black hair with a blonde streak (laughs) in it. And like, you know, King Thor, who's I imagine would still be king in 2029. He's just like, oh, my God, this freaking kid. I didn't even know I wanted kids. Right. And exactly. I, and now I have this grown adult here being a dick. That'd be fun. Yeah. Because then Thor and Modi could actually like team up and understand each other. He learns that he like, oh, like his father winds up teaching him to be yeah. like what he wants. You know, that'd be cool. Uh, a better king, the king he'll be in the future. And also it gives Thor a bit of like, man, maybe I was too hard on my own dad now that I have my own screw up kid. <laughs> or or I know I will have one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Geez, man. The the, the fates. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> yep. Um, Tinkerbang, Young Man Logan, Wolverine's magically de-aged. The X-Men are constantly having oh. to keep 10-year-old Logan away from cigars, beer, and ladies. <laughs> that's just that's just baby Herman from <laughs> Roger Rabbit. And yet also not a terrible idea because they've never done it. They de-aged Cyclops and put him on the champions. They yeah. de-aged Iron Man back in the day. Never de-aged Wolverine. I think Kid Logan is not a terrible idea at all. Kid Logan. <laughs> Young Man Logan. I like Young that. Man Lo- that's, that, that's a mini there. That's a five-issue mini right there. If nothing else, I love that name uh no aode says in the future kane and x23 are happily married because you jerks put that idea into my head during the valentine's day special and i can't get it out of my brain i don't remember that at all but that's that's freaking hilarious because they were both clones and clones deserve to be happy that's right these and they were both like misfit clones that no one wanted Aww. uh that's really funny james c silver surfer but doctor who he takes a human into space they Dance did it it's called that. silver surfer it's called Dance Lot Silver Surfer. Check it out. You might like it, actually. If you pitch that, read it. You, yeah. you might really enjoy it. Uh, Comic Quirks of Jimmy, hear me out. Swamp Thing, but no, that's just it. We need a Swamp Thing movie. <laughs> we do. Okay, we're pitching comics for Marvel, but I hear you. Uh, if you haven't seen the show, you might really enjoy it. Uh, so, all right, there's more. Um, all right, so I've got uh, I've got a book, which I'm sure Tevia would enjoy. Tevia says, my pitch, Peter and MJ's kids team up with Laura and Gabby. Again, Cool. It's just Super Sons, but with with Spider-Man characters. Um, so, okay. Uh, with with Spider-Man, obviously Miles is the main Spider-Man. My book is Spider-Man. Miles Morales is, Peter Par- is the, in the Peter Parker role. Miles is what? 18? Give or take. Right now? Because yeah. like, I know that he used to be like 16, and then for whatever yeah. reason, they aged him up to like make him be able to do other things. I don't know why. He had a birthday. They had a big point of him having a birthday. Right. So... 
we're putting him in his in his early 20s, which is right. the perfect age for Spider-Man for most writers. He's so basically out of, school, he's out of the house, you know, he's balancing his life and Spider-Man, but it's not like the young teenage life. It's the life that you've pretty much read of Spider-Man's from like 1975 to now. Right. Like those are the years. So it's like the it's it's the sweetest plum for Spider-Man. So it's just you're not you're not even dealing with Peter Parker. There is no Peter Parker as, as far as the Miles book is concerned. It's just mm. he's Spider-Man. I, and, I thought of a couple ways to deal with Peter, actually, to make it so fans don't ask about it. Yeah, same here. Um, Miles. Uh, basically, that's the other most Marvel book you read. Oh, yeah. Is where Miles is dealing with rogues galleries, uh, you know, supporting cast all that stuff it's literally just a spider-man book and that's it like it's just I love it you know and maybe you change the costume but you don't make it too nuts you just he just maybe he fills it out a little better you know that's it but like got jacked, it's got swole brother brother in the last couple exactly years. but it's just miles of spider-man like and it's just it's spider-man but it stars miles instead um is he is he fighting peter's old rogues gallery are we going all new villains for this future are we I doing mean, a bit of a combination you gotta do a combination i think that like you know some of the villains age out vulture's obviously dead but other characters are like uh still around um, and some were legacies anyway, like freaking Mysterio and everyone else. Scorpion, there's been dozens of these guys. Yeah, you, you could easily do like updated versions of like the Sinister Six. You could have characters come back that are old. Uh, you know, maybe Electro is like, you know, the I don't know. He's puppeteering his own body. I don't know. Like, you know, he's I'm old, but I'm zapping myself. It's only nine years. That's the thing is that it's not like it's 100 years in the future. And we got a Batman beyond this stuff. It's like that's true. Some of these characters were also in their 20s. And so it's like, yeah, you can do that. Like, uh, but mix and match because we have Miles has a scorpion. We got Gargan and the lady scorpion. They should be the scorpion family. And that should be like the first thing that he fights. There you go. Um, But Miles has his own rogues, or at least he's getting them. And so you just develop those. You just if if, if you're only going to do it as future state, there's only like two to four issues left. You could just fill the whole damn thing with updated versions of his classic rogues and True. Craven, like because Craven doesn't like age the same way. So it's just and also Craven the Hunter. Hell, you do an arc that. where he just fights Craven. Like, why not? Right. Um, but that's uh, that's where that's where Miles is. It's a Spider-Man book. Um, the other book I have is called Marvel Knights. It's a uh, Peter Parker and Matt Murdock have uh, abandoned their civilian lives and they are teaming up. They're wearing to to battle the underworld and they are their outfits are modified versions of their black outfits oh cool um, like a black ops superhero team yeah i'm approaching it from the perspective again of future state where uh you have uh the detective comics book starring yeah, bruce yeah. wayne and it's called dark detective the next batman it's just it's just bruce wayne like as a more tactical scaled down cheap like you know street level batman um who's operating irrespective of like the main Batman or the new Batman. Right. Uh, Marvel Knights is just, it's, 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 it's a Peter Matt book. Um, the way I see it, Marvel's never going to let Mary Jane and Peter stay together. So <laughs> it, why not like really play with that convention? Like, let's do this story about like two people who one person who's like all too quick to abandon his life. And the other one who would much rather not. And they both agree to deal with this, common problem because of course it's nine years later wilson fisk had a, had a coronary and Naturally. uh the the there's a character who realized around five years later 
that he was not that he was getting too old for this shit <laughs> and he executes the owl tombstone silvermane family everybody and frank castle becomes the kingpin of crime oh shit and this is the one thing that gets peter parker and matt murdoch to abandon their civilian lives and just go full tilt against because because of a, 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 a frank castle who's whose bullet is crime is an unstoppable Frank Castle. So he's, he's had that moment of like, I can't stop crime. It'll never end, but maybe I can point crime yeah. in the direction. If I just, you know, grab it by its haunches. Exactly. So Matt and Pete take on Frank Castle, the Kingpin. That's yeah. fucking cool. It's only four issues. Like, you know what I mean? It's like super ch- simple. Um, apropos of that, Luke Cage was killed during the culling oh. by Frank Castle and Jessica Jones becomes the Punisher. Oh, fuck. That's really good. She's basically got everything she needs. She just needs the skull shirt and she's good. To go. Or does she have her own symbol? Would it be a jewel? Right. Like a I, jewel? I don't know. I, I think she would probably think the jewel is very hokey, but uh, I, I don't even know she'd wear a, a skull. Maybe she'd like have something. But like the other thing, of course, is that Jessica's probably what, like 24, 26, like Fairly young, yeah. maybe 28. So she's only like 32, 36, maybe at most. Be- so she's still able to operate as the Punisher. And of course, she's super powered. So it's like Punisher who can kind of fly and has super strength. Yeah, I can break you in half. That'd be interesting, too, because obviously Danny, their kid who's on this champions team, wouldn't want to talk to her mother. So I'm sure that would create her estranged. A lot of yeah, distance and estrangement. Like, well, who would be watching her then? Who would have adopted her? Danny. Danny adopted her. There you go. She's living with Iron Fist now, who's kind of like her fun dad. Exactly. Fun dad. Fun dad. I'm rich. You bet we can go fresh. Did you have a nice day at Champion? Exactly. Don't forget. Did you do your your exercises? Did you do your meditation? <laughs> yeah, really. Did you do your katra? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I um, like that. I, 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 had a, I had a much lamer idea. For my thing is like okay he can't be spider-man anymore but you don't want to kill him and you don't want to put him in a coma or send mm-hmm. him off to space or anything my idea was what if he has a horrible accident a la oracle what if like he gets his arm chopped off and because of like his spider-man dna he can't regrow it and he can't swing if he doesn't have two yep. arms and so that like really makes him retreat into himself and he kind of becomes like the big brain of the Marvel universe. Like he's Dr. Parker now for the Avengers and for everyone else. If you need a science guy, go talk to Dr. Parker and he'll help you out. I dig that. I'd be, I'd be cool with that idea. Uh, in the Mayday Parker universe, he loses his leg oh. in, in a final confrontation with Green Goblin. It's what forces him to stop being Spider-Man. And even then, he has the Fantastic Four build him like a, a bionic leg. So I was riffing on that without even knowing I was. Yeah, yeah. But but the idea is like he it, it's something where it's like I desperately need this to be Spider-Man and I don't have it anymore. And the leg that keeps malfunctioning and stuff. So it's like it's not the same thing. You know, it's like you are not you. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. You can't yeah. you can't do it. But in this universe, like for me, I'm like, it's only nine years. Peter is what? At maximum, 41 yeah, that would never stop him from being Spider-Man. Yeah. So it's Boy, like, yeah. So with this, it's like, oh well, then just just make him go on a like singular focused mission with somebody else who's like similarly aged. Who you know, he's like, I gotta watch Matt's back, or he's gonna get killed. Yeah, one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cosmic Quirks. My pitch is Donny Cates in a Sodrebic book with the villain mm-hmm. at his Kingdom of the Vampires from Jason's Ooh. Avengers. Yes, he keeps pitching that we're going to do something with vampires, that they're messing with uh, Krakoa, that they're messing with the Avengers. Yeah, there's got to be a big vampire event soon, probably to coincide with the Blade TV show. Oh, boy, I can't wait. 
Um, Psycho Red pitch for Cletus Cassidy. He lives on the Clintar planet and goes away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, solid. Fine by me. Um, I bet they stick him where they put Null. Oh, yeah. They put him in the prison inside the Clintar planet. I yeah. like that. Um, 94 Evangelion Jimmy. Most of the champions turn out to be cos- cosmic awareness sensitive, essentially force users. And after that, they become <laughs> kind of like the Jedi. <laughs> okay. Um, let me get back to Cam here, who said, uh, Batman Inc., but for Captain America, the different corners of the country get their own cap tailored to their oh, their unique fun. issues. Yeah, where he's like, no, it's states. States all have their own identities. Captain, like, America isn't one idea. You have I a thought, cap pitch? Uh, yes, I did, actually, and mine is completely creatively bankrupt. In fact, they did it in the Ultimate Universe already. They arguably did it in Secret Empire, but let's do it again and take it 100% seriously. Steve Rogers runs for president. Yeah, just as easy as that. Like, I'm going to say at some point in this 10 years, Cap stopped a second American Civil War and he figured, you know what, I can't just be running around as a superhero forever. Hey, Eli, do you want to be Captain America? Because I'm throwing myself into politics now and it would just become an Aaron Sorkin political drama and he would get his friends. They're like, hey, Bucky, you want to be the head of the CIA? Cool. (laughs) Hey, Sam, you want to be my bodyguard? Sharon, you're going to be my chief of state. Right, exactly. No, Bucky, you got to become director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, that'd be pretty good, too. Winter Soldier, yeah. director of S.H.I.E.L.D. I like that. Yeah, I'd take that. Uh, my Steve Rogers pitch was that he gets thrown into the far future. And it's just Captain America all over again, but in the future. Again, it just, yeah. Oh, just Steve gets... Rogers future fight. That's, that's that's pretty fun. But again, it's like, oh, it's only been 10 years. Man, I, if I could accumulate all that other time, this 10 years will be nothing. Well, no, I'm saying like you throw him in like 100 years in the future. Oh, okay. Right like he gets, th- he gets frozen or d- he disappears and... You know, he, gets, he shows up 100 years in the future, and he's like, oh, like, again? <laughs> Why does this keep happening to me? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Danny Blackston TV, would it be crazy to want a Native American po- Captain America, like Ooh. a John Proud store at a sun or something? That'd be very that's, cool. That's really good, actually. Yeah, that's a, I, I, again, I, I want to save it for when we eventually do our X-Men roster pitch episode, mm-hmm. but I totally have a thing for the Proud Star family that I wanted to do. Oh, good. Uh, Kemar uh, Martin says, who would be some writers and artists in mind? We don't know. We didn't think of them. Who's who's up and coming in the indies right now who we can get for this short stint project? Right. Um, I mean, so many of them are working on books that I don't read or haven't read yet. Um, yeah. And if they are doing anything with the indies, it, they're, DC already bought them. Mm, true it's like hey do you really want to draw spider-man do you really want to draw captain america now's the time get well the getting's good that's true uh rusky says peter parker loses a leg and so he needs to get the symbiote back and become agent venom there you ah, go. that's kind of fun too it'll be fun um 94 even Agellian again says this is for joel ms marvel pitch kamala and bruno break up they enter a relationship with zoe zoe's revealed to be the daughter of moonstone oh shit <laughs> that's kind of funny <laughs> i like that just that's <laughs> Uh, haha, my mother was a villain and kind of the evil Captain Marvel on the Dark Avengers for a minute. Yeah. Sean D, I pitched Peter gets some happiness and becomes an astronaut because of how tough his DNA makes him and natural smarts. Oh, yeah. And he's been to space a lot, too, which gives him an unfair advantage. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, for Doctor Strange, I have no changes. He don't, he's what, 42, 44? Nine okay. years later, is 50. There's no difference between Doctor Strange now and Doctor Strange nine years from now. I like the idea of there being like some constants because it's like I don't want it to look like uh, Marvel 2099. I want it to be like, oh, it's different, but it's something you could easily have been like, boy, I can't believe this only lasted two to four issues. Like, 
they could have kept this going. Yeah. Steve doesn't need to like punch people. So it's like, no, Dr. Strange, no change. Sanctum, no change. Just these younger heroes. They're like, I got a magic problem. I'm going to call Dr. Strange. And like, you know, Nico is obviously his apprentice or something. She's the new Wong, but she's also learning how to like, you know, master everything. But like, that's the only change is that like Wong aged out of the role gave Mm. like, you know, Steve gave him a nice stipend and send him off to a Hawaiian Island. Exactly. But just, uh, you know, just Doc is Doc. No change. I don't. I wanted some constants in this universe. That's that's a good one uh, for our Avengers team. Let's cast our Avengers team because I got some picks. I think you might. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Ha- I didn't bother because you have Avengers. So I was uh, like, yeah, I'll do. I'll do the X Men again. This was predominantly just who's on the team in the future. Uh, I think Kate Bishop should be leading the team in the future because that's basically mm-hmm. where they've been pointing her this long. A uh, Hawkeye leads the Avengers in 2029. How's that make you feel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. I'm fine with that. Uh, I would say Laura Kinney should also be on the team and she's just Wolverine in the future. She's yeah. just accepted the name and she also gets to be the first Wolverine to come back to an Avengers team since the Krakoa event or whatever. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> since that's, Krakoa stopped being that thing. So that's a big deal. Uh, Magni Odinson, the new young Thor would obviously fill that role on the team. Uh, I think Captain Marvel, Kamala Khan and yep. Spider-Man Miles Morales would be there. Here's a pitch. I was quite fond of Jamie Carlson. He used to be Teen Abomination in that short-lived <laughs> Superior Iron Man pitch. And I'm like, oh, well, he's your Hulk right there. And he was a teen. Now he's just full Abomination. Now he's your Hulk guy. Yeah, I like that. Good use of that character that no one's ever going to use. Tom Taylor needs to write more Marvel stories. That's why I'm sure he has many ideas for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it? Straight out of Midgard had a pitch that I thought about but didn't bother doing. In 2029, the Maker brings back the Ultimate Universe um, as an event. 1610 versus 616. We send Miles back. Riri goes with him. Um, my, I liked the idea of there being just the Ultimate Universe comes back and Miles goes back. It's probably coming back. Kate seems to be teasing endlessly that it's coming back. Also, why do we send Riri there? Isn't that going to create more problems? She's not from there. You just can't s- the the Ultimate Universe is not a dumping ground. You just don't get to send characters you don't like there. Exactly. No one's using her anyway. So what's the problem? Uh, Evil Ewing is using her. She's, uh, yeah. she's in Champions. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. She's in that book. Um. Rob K. Conchu loses confidence in Spectre te- seeks out a teen character to come into possession of his statue and make them be Moon Knight. Just new Moon Knight. Or Moon Squire. He finally gets a sidekick. How have they never done Moon Squire? Oh my god. Because that name sucks. <laughs> it does. And then we're just fully ripping off Batman and Robin at this point. Right? That being said, I don't see them not doing that. What, what about if Moon Girl, who would be Moon Woman at this point, and Devil Dinosaur become the new avatar for Khonshu, being like, hey, I like that moon thing you got going on. You want some god powers? How about uh, moon, Devil Dinosaur eats Khonshu and, ah. <laughs> and, and turns white as a result, and then uh, Moon Girl becomes Moon Knight? That's fun, too. See, look, again, how does that not happen, Marvel? Come on, that's sitting right there. Just waiting for you. No one cares except for Jason Aaron. Um, so yeah, uh, with respect to the X-Men, um, after the Shi'ar Krakoan war, which they again keep saying is this happening, is, this is what I'm pitching the idea that like, uh, basically that the X-Men do the thing that everyone pitched, which is that the X-Men take over the Shi'ar empire and mm. the mutants all go to sh- the Shi'ar homeworld and replace it. And it's like, it's more or less called like new Krakoa, but, it, or, or Okara. And it's just, ah. it's a planet for mutants. Um, and it becomes like a space politics book. 
Um, of course, uh, Okara be ruled by majest my by majestrix Xandra, the daughter of Lalandra and Xavier, who also uh, nice. coincidentally becomes the the vessel for the Phoenix. Fuck yeah! Bring it full circle that she like she wields the Phoenix like a uh, like like an avatar. You know, she's like I. This is the I am our greatest weapon. That's why you follow me. I love everything about that. Somewhere Hickman's like, who told you? <laughs> no. But yeah, uh, that's it. Just the, but there's there was an event that takes place off panel in which the Shi'ar battle Krakoa, and they're like, no. And there's a little there's a little Krakoan portal in the basement in Westchester, mm. just so that Wolverine can occasionally pop in. That's um, pretty. As a result of that, Deadpool uh, forms his own team. He is basically like the psycho pirate who's like, "What is happening? <laughs> Everything's gone bug nuts crazy." Uh, he leaves and co- forms a team called the Relics. The book's called Deadpool and the Relics. It stars Deadpool, Cable, Bishop, Blink, Domino, and Jubilee. Oh, all the oldies! And they go on, uh, and, and they go on spacefaring adventures slash Earthbound adventures. Um, in which Deadpool is secretly it's like the uh, it's like the Marvel team up book that Zdarsky did where it's like it's a book about the it's it's a Fantastic Four book without calling it the Fantastic Four and the, like the undercurrent is like we're gonna go look for the the team we're gonna go find Reed and Sue uh. and in this it's like the team's like we're gonna go right wrongs and th- stuff and Deadpool's like and I'm gonna go I'm gonna fix this oh that's fun and it would be a great chance to have cameos from the guardians and the star jammers and everything else yeah that it, it, this is a this is a overt star jammers book but it's a covert deadpool is the key to all of this book oh that's you know people would buy that up like yeah. it was going out of stuff that's good that's really good we just put deadpool in space yeah 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 and deadpool's like he he's like collecting artifacts that he thinks might be able to be used to like reset the universe or go back like, mm-hmm. like for him he's like for everyone else time passed but for deadpool he's just he just jumped he's like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> Everything got so weird now. Did the X-Men not see that they are now colonizers now of another world and how fucked up that is? Like, I was... What? Like, I... No. (laughs) Miles was a child. I'm not... What's happening? That's great. Make that the meta self-commentary book. Exactly. Uh, Jam Call X Kid Kaiju returns with a a refined form of his powers being able to summon characters he's met or created from cards he's made as a reusable power medium uses a plug for the Marvel card game. Oh, that's that's really good multimedia marketing there, Champ Collax. You make it Yu-Gi-Oh, but in the Marvel universe. Oh, I, <laughs> I bring up Pace Pot Pete and other characters that you haven't heard of in years. That that is that is so smart. That's, <laughs> that's just that's, a brilliant scheme. I, I could feel the money that that would make, actually. Yeah, buy the new Marvel card game, which apparently that new Marvel card game they have, I've been hearing from people, is actually a lot of fucking fun, actually. Oh, cool. I'm not really a card guy, but... Uh... I used to be. I used to be big into the cards. I The money I spent on cards is just embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, so those are all my pitches. What do you got left? Uh, do I have anything left? I think we hit all of mine out of the park. Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, we did all of them. That's all the pitches that were fit to print. Oh, hell yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, Marvel 2029. I don't know who's making these books, but I guess that's your job, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, in the comments down below, let us know who's working on these titles. 
who do you want to see? And by the way, try if you can to go into the indie scene, pick out yeah, some people yeah. who really blow your mind, who are like, wow, they were doing some people are doing some crazy stuff. Dan Mora did not get like, you know, picked out of the pale blue sky. He worked on books that you mm -hmm. weren't reading at the time, doing some neck level shit before he was pulled into future state to draw some Batman. Yeah. So, Check out uh, the indie scene just to find some terrific creators and look for the people who are going to be writing and drawing the books you're going to read in the mm -hmm. in 2029. <laughs> I think Mark Russell should write that Captain America book because he did that truly underrated Prez book at DC. Mm -hmm. So, hey, work that same magic here with President Captain America. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so Marvel's Future State, as I'm calling, as we're calling it Marvel 2029, check it out. Well, check out this this episode, I guess. Um, I'm real look, excited for these books we won't get to read. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited for to see these books written by somebody else when they appear like in a couple yeah. of years. Yeah, isn't that always the case? Hey, Giselle, isn't this very similar to an idea we had? Yes. Uh, Dave's Pepsi says Storm and T'Challa's oldest son Azari becomes the new white tiger but he travels the world fighting gods to bind them to him okay that's pretty cool that's very anime I like that <laughs> I am the god killer <laughs> yeah yeah uh, we didn't even do any meta commentary about like who will have quit DC by that point and gone over to Marvel like who who we'd like you know who uh, what, what kind of like desperation Marvel would be in uh, at that point Scott Snyder's Spider-Man book. <laughs> right? I mean, like, Scott Snyder would write a hell of a Spider-Man book. I, I would read the shit out of it. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so let us know more uh, in the comments down below. If you haven't already, uh, go join us. Uh, if you if you like this video, give it a like because it helps us out in some way. I have no idea why, but it does. Uh, and of course, if you want to keep this conversation going, you can always go to patreon.com slash and watch One Shots, a show exclusively for that, where Joel and I talk about all kinds of random things. We pitched mm -hmm. a we pitched a whole movie. It took 45 minutes, but uh, oh, yeah, we, did we did it did. Uh, last week. So check that out, and we'll see you guys next time in the whole new episode. I'm <laughs>